Hi, this is Raj from the Pharmacy Podcast. Uh, today we'll be interviewing Asim Rosa, who's also the candidate for the RPS elections 2018. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is, this is brilliant. I can hear you. <laughs> good afternoon. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Well, welcome good, good. to Pharmacy Podcast, Asim. Have you on here? Thank you for and inviting it's me. Well, it's worked smoothly. Well, it's worked awesome with yours. <laughs> well, we've only been doing it for what thirty seconds. <laughs> so, 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 so let's see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how it is. Um, right. You've had, have you had a chance to listen to some of the podcasts uh, that were recorded not yet, yesterday? Not, not yet, but I plan to listen after we finished so, so I was think, has he got an unfair advantage because he's listened to some of the questions should i change it up what should i do <laughs> so this is probably gonna be an interesting one an interview like no other is what sid said so <laughs> really okay fair enough fair enough fair. just just before we start I, i've got to say this and I, I think i emailed you about this this is brilliant. You know, what you've done here is absolutely brilliant. It's really what was really needed. So, so well done. And thank you, for, thank you for taking the time and the effort to do it. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a while, yes. but never pulled the trigger on it. That's the case with many things we do. But, but that's, that's the thing, you know, once you do it, that's it. <laughs> no stopping you then. Like, I decided Monday night, I was like, that's it. I'm doing it. And then I just posted it. Let's see what I get. Yes. Like, how do you respond to that? And I was like, okay, let's do it tomorrow. Okay, okay. we're doing one tomorrow. Oh, no. Good, good. Loving it, loving it. Good, good. Right. Okay. So, what have you got prepared? I've got a variety of things. I've got a bit of lightheartedness. We've got some seriousness, obviously. We are pharmacists with professionals too so we need to be a bit serious as well um but i thought i'll ease you into it um i'm going to do something different which i didn't do with the other guys yeah and um this is um basically a fire round questions uh and you will say the first thing that comes to your mind oh gosh okay all right okay Uh, you you get two options and you'll say the first thing that comes to your mind no thinking and no changing answers Right. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Well, well, no, but but that's not going to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's start. Um, reading or listening? Listening. Sun or rain? Sun. Sea or grass? Sea. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Manual or Arsenal? Oh, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Superman or Batman? Batman. Batman. Every time. Kylie or Madonna? Say again? Kylie or Madonna? Kylie. Kylie. Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, Star Trek. Okay. Uh, Mercedes or BMW? BMW. Okay, okay. That gives me an idea of what you're like. Does it? <laughs> yes. Hello? Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Just about. 
Uh, oh yeah, we're um, back. Here you go. There we go. I can hear you now. Yeah, that gives me and the listeners obviously uh, an insight into Asim, basically. So, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'll take your word for it. You like that? It gives us an idea of what your character's like already. <laughs> Wishful thinking <laughs> comes to mind. Yes, yes. First seconds, yeah. Okay, here we go. Hello. I'm, I'm I'm loud and clear here. Okay, lovely. Um, so my question to you, Asim, was uh, just give us a brief introduction into um into your profession and your journey through how you got to where you are today. Sure. So I qualified in two thousand and one, uh, two thousand two. I beg your pardon. Uh, and I started as a pharmacist in Boots, a relief pharmacist. I then moved into store management uh, uh, into central London. Okay. Uh, so I was looking at a couple of shops in around, around Bank. Um, and then I decided to have a career break. So around 2005, I went off traveling. I went over to, went all the way across Europe on a bicycle. Lovely. Uh, I travelled into the Middle East because it was safer then. Um, I went to bits of North Africa and then did some locuming. So I uh, did that for a couple of years. And then one of the places I was locuming at, uh, Borno Chemist, uh, the owner asked me if I wanted to be a store manager for one of his struggling shops. And at first I was like, no, you know, locuming is actually... A lot of fun at the moment so it wasn't yeah. you know I was just and then after a while then you think well actually I do I do you know I want to get my teeth into something I want to grow something uh-huh. uh, do, do something do something but do, do something more than um what I was doing at the time mm-hmm. so then I the offer and again I went up so uh, uh within a year I was looking after all of the shops as, as, a, as an area manager okay and then around let's see 2010 i decided to do to launch a company so i did my own thing so then i started uh, a consulting company for pharmacy owners so looking at regulation um business intelligence and that kind of thing and that's still going so i still do i still do that but also at the time, then I was looking at the, the hub and spoke uh, centralized dispensing model. Uh, and I thought there was an opportunity for me there. Uh, but then uh, I some capital, so you know, just uh, went to, so to almost turning an idea into, into a business. People say that it's difficult and it is very difficult, but you can do it. You know, if you have an idea, whatever the idea is, you, if you think it's viable, if there's if there's a uh, if there's a need for it, mm-hmm. you can prove that there's a need for it. You can turn an idea into a business, and so I did that. And at the same time, I also uh, opened my first retail pharmacy in Hertfordshire. Okay. Uh, and that was a crazy couple of years because you know we went uh, so to running two businesses. Uh, one of them, both in fact, both of them from scratch, growing them and then uh, trying to keep them running, and it takes its toll. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think so. At the time, the the 
centralized dispensing model was actually it was in its infancy so it was one of the first people early people to try it uh, and came under some difficulties so you know as a, as a business does sometimes it came under some difficulties but eventually i had i had to decide to make a different decision to close that business um and so i did you know, so, so that's that's what we did we had to close the business and uh shut up shop uh, at the same time i also sold my pharmacy uh, and then i started so again it was almost by accident fed into just before the pilot you know the pilot for um gp pharmacist yes i started looking at um practice pharmacists practice pharmacist opportunities and found myself um looking after three practices in Malden, uh, so I brought a colleague on board to help me with that. Steve, uh, brought Steve, on. and then we then again within six months we'd gone from three practices looking after three practices with, with just us two to looking after eight practices and having uh, employing pharmacists and then starting to employ technicians again looking at different ways that pharmacists embed themselves into, care, into, into GP practice. So not just looking at the clinical pharmacy yeah. um, that was out there, but also different, different things that we, we could do, different clinics that we could run, uh, different services. So we launched a care home service uh, that was funded by STP funding. And initially that was going to go to nurses, but we had to prove um, that actually pharmacists do a better job and deliver better outcomes and that was that was because you know i believe that pharmacists could actually it, it just it was a better place to make to, to run that service and so that's what we're still we're still running now and more recently i started uh, to venture into um this piece sort of the applications market and look, looking at uh, chatbot technology artificial intelligent technology and again, how do we as pharmacists fit into into that landscape? Is you know, what are the opportunities there for community pharmacy, GP practice pharmacists, uh, and also you know it's like a new almost like a new role for pharmacists because I, I, in my view that's where I think we should be focusing our attention. You know, in service delivery, how we work with existing and emerging technology and uh, delivering better services. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's that's where I've spent most of my time. That's that's what I do. That's where I spend my time. I spend my well focus. Okay, well, it's uh, really, very well. Yeah. To talk with you on a podcast. That's that's where that's where we are. <laughs> it's a well, it's a very diverse uh, background that you've got there, and uh, you've fallen into some great opportunities. Um, to get you to where you are today what would you say inspires you on a day-to-day basis to do what you do what inspires me so honestly you know what it's 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 my kids so it's, it's my you know family so I always think of myself as um wanting to if we it's the thing you know so if we um leave the world in the same condition that we found it I think we failed you know we've got to be doing something 
to make things better for the next generation. So, yeah. and that's, and I, you know, I, I really believe that, you know, I, I try and do that in my, trying to embed that into what I do. So in terms of healthcare, where, where we are with pharmacy, it means making healthcare better. It means making pharmacy better, you know, making sure that patients always get the best treatment possible. And, so, and something that I care really, really passionate about is, is prevention, health prevention. Yeah. So uh, if you follow me on social media, you see that I, I really enjoy cycling, for example. But it's not just because I like cycling myself. It's because I think it's actually, it's great for society. It's great for the environment. It's good for the health, uh, mental health, mental well-being. Um, so that, you know, that kind of thing. I, I love that. I, so let me think. So, so you know, re recently there, in my, where, you know, the lo locality, there was the street competition. Uh, and it was just, all, all it was is that people uh, were issued little RFID cards and lampposts around the borough had RFID tags. And so what it meant was that you went out and tagged, tapped these lampposts and your team would get points for it. Okay. And um, it was brilliant, you know, because it, it, what it meant, what, 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 what it meant was that families who were otherwise watching, watching Game of Thrones or whatever is the latest thing is, were actually out walking as a family and tapping you know, and, and, I, and I, I, I loved it. So, so, you know, I got on board with it. And, and I'd meet people of all demographics, all ages, individuals or as groups out walking and just tapping or cycling and tapping. And it was brilliant. And I think we need to do more of that. So that, we, I love that kind of stuff. You know, I think that kind of stuff is, is really what we should be doing. Yeah, I don't see anything like that around, around where I am. And that's, yeah, lovely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, look, so, so, you know, if we're talking about pharmacy, so we spend so much time and money treating people who've developed what I think were preventable conditions. So diabetes type 2, type 2 diabetes, it's preventable. COPD, it's preventable. Yes. Cardiovascular issues, you know, really, really preventable. So I, in my view, it's... it's, it's <laughs> It's really it's crazy that we've put so much focus, so much energy, so much money on treating and managing these conditions without putting the same effort, you know, at least the same effort. You know, I think we should be putting more effort if you are preventing them. So that's, yeah. that, like, anything like that really, really inspires me. And, and, I, and I love doing that. I love getting behind things. And I think pharmacy, that's where we should be focusing putting our focus on so service delivery, health prevention. We've got to, we've got to nail that because that, that's, that's an opportunity for us and we've not really looked at it. Definitely. I very much agree with you there, Asim. Definitely. Uh, prevention is the key and a lot of it is getting the customers and, and patients to understand their conditions as a basic as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, so, so I prefer that. So, I, absolutely, and I, I, you know, it's for me. If I said this to in a pitch the other day, I said it's it's not it's not about helping patients. It's about stopping people becoming patients. So you know, it's, it's, absolutely, you've got to look after patients, but also you've got to stop people 
becoming patients. Just stop, just, just stop it. Just stop becoming patients. You'll, you'll immediately reduce your drug spread and the world will be a better place. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, you, sound like a, you sound like an outdoorsy person. <laughs> um, so if you, if you are inside, if you are inside, um, what would be the last thing that you watched on TV and why did you choose to watch it? Uh, what was I watching last night? You know what? Hi, Asim. You know what? I was rabbiting on. He went quiet <laughs> and I was just like, I just knew something had happened. <laughs> and I thought, I don't know, I'm talking to someone. I'm just talking to myself. I'll just repeat the question. What was the question? So you sound like an outdoorsy person. Um, so if you're watching TV, what was the last thing you watched and why did you choose to watch it? Right. So what I was saying was that we don't have traditional television or sky we we rely on amazon uh fire chromecast uh-huh. and and youtube and so the last thing i was watching i was i was catching up i was watching the avengers again i've seen it many times but i was watching it again because i'm gonna go and watch um infinity war I'm, I'm going to watch infinity war <laughs> tomorrow and I just wanted to, 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 I wanted to get, get, get up to date again have a so, I, I, I'm watching it while doing the dishes so uh, this is my, my thing I, I try and multitask as much as possible. so I was doing the dishes got my headphones in Avengers on that's brilliant that's my evening done <laughs> it sounds like an amazing evening <laughs> yeah yeah the dishes got clean as well, <laughs> so so everyone's happy. Washing dishes is therapeutic, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, now the RPS hosted the hustings the other week. Um, yeah. Fights? Did you gain from hustings, or if at all any? Right. Good attempt. We all need to learn. So you know, it's um. Well, we look. We often accuse the RPS of not engaging. So I think, you know, as a first try yeah. to use a new platform, you know, well done. It's, it's, a good, it's good that, you, that, they, that they tried a new platform. I think there's plenty of things to take away from it. It's a good attempt. Yeah. However, if we're going to judge by outcomes, which, you know, as pharmacists, that's what we, we look at is outcomes. So we had 300 people firing questions at a few of us candidates. And... You know, at some point, I was still trying to answer the initial question and then realising it was about to come to an end. So, so I think, you know, that, that it's good, but it's not... I think it should, have been, it should, should be done in conjunction with... And I, you know, I think this podcast is actually a really good example of what could be done in conjunction with a, te- a telegram. So... You know, because one thing that Telegram's hustings didn't do is we're all you know, behind a keyboard where we can only get so much across. But yes. actually, I really think that um, the electorate needs to hear uh, how the candidates, how we come across, you know, how we respond to questions. What are we going to be like in a meeting? We're going to be talking to decision makers. Yeah. Essentially, we're going to be presenting 
all the pharmacists that the RPS represents. Yeah. So I think the Telegram listings is okay, but actually more than just finding out what our views are, really you want to hear, are we able, to, how, how do we conduct ourselves? How, are we, how do we come across? And I think that's actually something that's very, very important. And I think was mixed with, with having it exclusively on Telegram. Yeah, which is another reason why I wanted to do podcasts because I downloaded the hostings and yeah did you oh man <laughs> what did i say <laughs> oh my god it, it got to page 20 and i was like i haven't even got to any questions yet <laughs> right. um i think for the length of volume and what you know has some 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 of the questions were quite large it you know it it wasn't that fast response. You couldn't get a fast response because. But it's difficult. I mean, how, how do you? You can't, you know, so you're, you're either typing or you're looking at questions that you've previously answered. Yeah, it's, 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 it's almost impossible. Definitely. And, I, you know, I, I touch type, so I'm not a slow typer, but I still couldn't. There's no way I could keep up, you know. Which is why I thought, like, podcast, you're on the spot. It's what comes to your mind first off. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah exactly. I mean, look, there's, you know, hats off to you, you know, you know, the time and effort. It's a great initiative, and I think this is really, it's, a, it's um, I, I think we're, we're going to, I really hope that all the candidates engage, because it, I think this is really the right kind of platform uh, to be doing to, to be asking questions so so yes that's, 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 that's my view yeah i currently have had about six or seven uh get back to me and i did about five yesterday um but the others wow. yet it's a busy day off. yes um i was like you know what if they... hello hello it went hello. silent hello. I, was done. <laughs> I was talking to myself and i was like i think i am talking to myself now yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was doing in the, the Avengers question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was saying, I was like, I finished recording at 10 o'clock with uh, Sid and Halla, and then we, I was editing and then just put it out on social media. And it was tweeting up until 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I just had to turn uh, my phone off at the end of it. I was like, I got a one year old. I have to get up in the morning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, gosh. He was luckily at nursery yesterday, so that's how I was able to get a lot done. Um, but really? yeah, the, the, the line of multitasking is uh, definitely there, definitely. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. you have to, you have to. I think once you, you know, once you have children, whether you're a father or a mother, you know, that's yeah. absolutely essential. You just have to do things definitely. Okay, things so. For some of the listeners out there, they may not be RPS members, okay? What would you say your reasons right. are for them to join and how would you explain okay. them? Okay, okay. So, so if you look out there, who actually represents you as a pharmacist at the highest possible level? Yeah. So you've got the PSNC, which represents pharmacy contractors who may or may not be pharmacists. You've got the... NPA is an insurance body, but the PDA that is a is almost like a union. But you need a single body that talks for pharmacy as a collective. And if you're not part of it, well, I'm sorry, but your views are not going to necessarily be heard. You know, yeah. I think 
you know, so I've been, I've been, a me- I'm glad to say I've been a member since, since inception, you know, it's when, since the beginning. And I, I, I like to think that I would never relinquish that, you know, because I, I really value having a voice. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, and I think this is a, de- this is something, an issue with the RPS is that the RPS doesn't actually, in fact, I'd go wider actually, I'd say it's a, it's an issue with pharmacy in general. Pharmacy in general doesn't shout about the great work it does for pharmacy. So I'll give you an example. Years ago, uh, uh, when I was with North East London LPC, we hosted an event at the RPS building and we invited the third sector. So that's the voluntary sector, you know, uh, all all the charity workers and, and things. We invited them along just to talk to them about what we do as pharmacists, what the opportunities are for the, for, for, for the voluntary sector and how we can work together to, for mutual benefits. So, you know, often the, the third sector's got the same um, principles that we do. You know, so we all want to see... So Asthma UK, for example, want to improve asthma... Uh, um, patients with, improve the lives of patients with asthma. So do we, you know, that, that kind of thing. But the thing that came across time and time again was that they didn't have a clue what we do you know, other than education and sell some shampoo they really didn't know that we do all these other things they didn't know about smoking cessation clinics they didn't know about MURs MMS um, anticoagulation clinics and you know, all the things that pharmacies do the great interventions that pharmacies make pharm- the, the great interventions that pharmacists you know across the board make they had, didn't have a clue about, and that's a problem for pharmacy, but also it's a problem for the RPS that the RPS does some great work. You know, so recently, um, you know, we'll say this, uh, so recently they, you know, we had the uh, decriminalisation issue, and, and, and for me that's not over. So I, I think we've only just started uh, touching, scraping, scraping the surface with that. But still, it's it is it is a it, it, it's a victory of some sort. But how many people actually know about it, and what do they know? Do, do, you know do, do. So, so the RPS does a lot of work like that. The other thing, the RPS does a lot of research, yeah. and research is absolutely essential for proving the worth of pharmacists. So it's all very well as saying, look, we do some great services, we make great changes in people's lives, and it's brilliant. And we need to shout about it more. I mean, when a, when we make an intervention that, that's, and I hear about them all the time from the pharmacists that, that that I employ and I work with. But we don't tell the wider public, and the wider public is almost is almost oblivious to what we do. And the same is true of the RPS. You know, the, the pharmacists often don't know about what it is the RPS does. They don't know about the, uh, the tools that are available, the training that's available. Um, so, so I think that's, that's something that... I would hope if I was getting. I'm so sorry. Mid sentence as well. Was I? Was I? Where did I get to? Because again, I, I, I tend to I tend to ramble on. <laughs> you got to say in that it, it was something that if you are elected, um, that you would hope to 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 try and. Yeah, yeah because you know, so you know, I've got a bit of um bit of experience with with marketing, with social media, with. Uh, with um, PR strategies. So I think, you know, that's, 
it's a skill that I think I'd like to think that I've got, and I think I'd like to use it, you know, for the benefit of pharmacy and pharmacists. I do it for myself. I do it for, I think I do it for pharmacy. Anyway, I'd like to do it under the banner of the RPS. I think the RPS is, is actually, that's where, that's something the RPS is possibly lacking in. And I think that's what the RPS uh, should be focusing on, you know. So it needs to, they need to be more vocal. Go out and look for it. We just want to see it's up there. And yeah. Look, if, if the RPS is going to say that we talk for pharmacy, then it needs to represent pharmacy. It needs to, rep, it needs to have almost a full, uh, in my view, it should be, you know, the way I feel about it is that it's almost weird to not be a, a member of the RPS. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't Why are you not a member? Mm-hmm. And I think I want that feeling to be for every pharmacist. I, I want pharmacists to come, out, to come out and think, well, why would you not be a member? You know, it, does, it doesn't make sense to me, yeah. really. It really doesn't make sense. And I want to portray that to everybody else, to other pharmacists, to say, well, actually, it's, it's, it should be the other way around. It should be odd to not be a member. Yeah, uh, and that's that's the that's that, that's the uh, that's the message I want to get out there. You know, it should be odd to not be a member of the RPS. Mm-hmm. Um, next question is: um, In the interest of patients, how would you combat the ever increasing need for understanding amongst healthcare professionals to create more multidisciplinary teams to aid patient outcomes? That's a long question. That's, that's very okay. So, so let's we, let's break it down. So, are you saying that are you asking why should pharmacists be part of multidisciplinary teams? How do we become part of multidisciplinary teams? Is that the kind of thing? It's it's the ever increasing need um, between the multidisciplinaries um, to have that patient focus and on it in, in a sense get to communicate with each other better in in order to achieve that best for that patient right okay so i've sat on multidisciplinary teams and as very first pharmacist that they've come across in an mdt and the value that a pharmacist brings is very different and uh, it's extremely valuable to, the, to that patient's care because we look at things differently. We look, you know, when it comes to patient safety, mm-hmm. we own that. We own that space, and I think I don't think we realise that. You know, when it comes to patient safety, nobody else really looks at that. That's our that's our remit. That we've got to own that space. Yeah. So everything we do, whether we talk about um, talk about contentious issues like automation and mechanization and technicians, if we focus on patient safety and saying, look, we need to make sure that whatever we do, whatever decisions we make, it's got to be in the interest of patient safety. We need to make sure that patient, that patient safety is at the top of our agenda. Yes. We won't lose any argument. We'll own you know, the, da- the danger is that if you lose that focus, then someone comes along with a robot device, 
um, a system that uh, supplies medication safer than we do. Yes. Yeah. But if we focus, but if we say, look, no, no, our focus is on making sure the patient safety is at the top of our agenda. Well, we get to make, you know, no, nobody else can own that space. Nobody else can come up with a new system. Nobody else can come up with a new device. Because it's our, it's our region. This is our space. Anyone else, go away. You know, we, we own patient safety. We've got to talk about it at every single possible occasion. Yes. Because if we don't, someone else will. You know, you know, somebody else will start owning that space. We don't want. We don't want that because we understand it better than anybody else. Hello. That space in patient safety is where you are at. Hello. So you know, you know, I, I love I love technology, but I also I know the limitations. <laughs> <laughs> we're experiencing them. We're experiencing limitations right now. I'd I'd like to say it, they're working out the tweaks. <laughs> yeah, 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 working it. out the tweaks, definitely. <laughs> No, no you're, we're, we're, at the, we're at the edges of, of new yeah, technology, and that's, yeah. that's just part and parcel of it. Yeah, you that's it. yourself into the next question here, I assume, as well. <laughs> how do you see, how, I said you're lead, leading yourself into your next question as well. Um, how do you see pharmacy leveraging the use of technology to aid the profession's development in future? Well, you've just, you've just asked me my favourite possible question, yeah. haven't you? Because... <laughs> Because technology is really where I, I mean, that's what I've, that's where I think I sit, you know, I, I sit in the realms of emerging new technology and, and leveraging technology. So but the word disruption in the technology world is a really cool word. They love it. You know, so if you say disrupt, disrupting, disrupting, they love it. Whereas we in pharmacy, we hate it. We think it's, we think it's very... It's, it's a pejorative word. You know, we, we, we hate that word. We don't like the word disrupting. So we've not, we, we've, we've not really got on top, gotten on top of that yet. Mm -hmm. We've got to, you know, we've got to, we've got to think, well, if, and again, I come back to say, if we don't, someone else is going to do it for us. It's the comfort that's the danger. Zone. Comfort zones. Everyone's it's a, yeah, yeah, it is a comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's, that's the same with many professions and many professions that have died out. Yes. I'm not saying that pharmacy is going to die out ever. You know, I, I, think, I think pharmacy will remain for the next, you know, for, for the next foreseeable future. But I don't want it to remain. I want it to excel. I want oh, pharmacy to. It's not. It's not about surviving. You know, if surviving is not is not good enough. We need to actually. We need to own this space. Yeah. So I would argue that we should have been dispensing health applications a year ago. You know, and that it's it's sad that we're not. I would argue that we've we've got to be the owners of wearable technology. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, you know, we've. Why, why do people go to Curry's to buy a Fitbit? They should be coming to us. They should be coming to us and asking us, which, which of these devices should I be purchasing for, the, for, for, my, for, for my benefit? Yeah. I agree. Why, 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 I would say, look, you know, if you're talking about blue sky thinking, why isn't there a pharmacist in Curry's 
and Argos telling people what the Fitbit does. Uh-huh. You know, that's a, oh, and that's possibly pushing it, pushing it too far. But <laughs> really, we've got to own that this whole thing is running away from us. Yeah. Wearable is, is here. That's what we have yeah, it's, it's healthcare to a T. Healthcare, absolutely. And it, it's here. People use it. If people are using it, well, they've got to get on top of it. And there's an argument to say that, well, digital health applications haven't been proven yet. Well, they've not been proven because they've not been given enough time. Mm-hmm. But if we let that be a barrier, if we say, well, that's a barrier, then, also, then we're going to lose it. And we, we can't lose it. This is, again, we come back to, coming back to patient safety. We're, 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 you know, if we're looking at, if we, if we embed ourselves in pain safety, well, we should be looking at what digital applications are out there and deciding now what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. You know, putting, almost putting our flat flag in place and then we can almost um, dictate what the next application is going to look like or what the next version of the next application is going to look like, mm-hmm. what the next wearable technology should have and what it shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, this, is, this, is, this is our space. Everybody else can go away. You know, yeah. Really, I really believe that your pharmacists have got to own this. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's my life like the cake. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You got it. It's absolutely. Pharmacist, this is your space. Yeah. Digital technology, it's, it's yours for the taking. Nobody else is looking at it. It's all going to tech developers, tech companies. They really, you'll be surprised how little they, you know, they need. They need us. Yeah. They need us more than we need them. Yeah. But if we don't grab it now, we'll lose it. Definitely. I could, I could, I could talk for hours on technology, but I think. We'll... <laughs> a bit of a cheeky question. Um, apart from voting for yourself, who out of the other candidates would you vote for, and why? Okay, so I I've talked to quite a few of the other candidates, and I've got look for for, for starters, anyone. And I, I, I say this because I, I, I'm experiencing anyone that's put their hat in the ring, put their head above the parapet. Absolutely. Maximum respect to you. You know, absolutely. You know, it's not easy. You open yourself up to criticism, ridicule. You know, you, you open yourself up. There's no doubt. And, 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 and some, unfortunately, have, have experienced it. And we will continue on with that question. <laughs> so, okay. where, where um, you got was talking again. People oh, have been uh, ridiculed more than others. Um, yeah, I think that that's that's a real shame. I mean, because it because what it potentially does it stops people putting their putting themselves forward. You know, it's, it's not right, and it. And it and, um, I, I if, for myself, yeah, I, I messaged the people that I thought were possibly guilty of it I measured them directly you know, you know but but anyway look I have got absolute respect for anyone that does this process mm-hmm. I've talked to many of the other candidates and I and again I I, I think that, that we've got this year especially we've got some really great candidates uh, both new and old that are uh, you know that, that are standing and people people that have done a, done a lot of things 
for pharmacy. Um, I've, in terms of putting a name forward, look, I think what you what people should do is vote for two things. One is the candidate that that, that represents you, but also the candidate you that you think will be able to get point across. Yes, so the candidate that, that, that you can engage with and that will will be able to get your case across. Mm-hmm. But also, the, look, the RPS board is a team. You know, it's not a, it's not, we're not electing the head of the RPS. We're not electing um, the, the, the president. We're electing a team that's got to represent different parts of, of pharmacy and has got to represent different viewpoints, mm-hmm. viewpoints that you may not agree with. So, I, you know, for me, I, 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 I wouldn't just vote for people that agree with my, my viewpoint. I, I would vote for the candidates that I think uh, can get a viewpoint across. Okay. You know, what I'm going to say, uh, you know, I, I, so now that we're having it, I'm going to say this, actually. I, I, was, I wasn't sure if I would say it, but look, I think that the video was an absolutely essential opportunity for candidates to show, you know, it, it, you don't need to do, uh, um, you know, a, a Hollywood, a Hollywood style video. People just need to be. People want to just see who you are, and hear and and hear you talk. And that was all the video. So I would say the candidates that didn't put up a video, I would say that's a detriment. I, I think that was that's. You know, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not great for me. <laughs> and some of them, some of them are my, are my friends, and I've, <laughs> I hope I've not burned any bridges. But, but I feel like you know, I think that the the RPS video, putting a video on there was, um, was uh, an opportunity to connect with people. It's not easy, you know, as, as someone who's, who's made videos of all types in the past. It's 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 very difficult, but it's still it's something that that was an opportunity for you to just just just. Talk in front of the camera, so you so so that you can so that the potential electorate can see who you are and what you're talking about. Okay, I like the answer. I like the answer. Okay. Is valid reason what you said? Um, you know, you you are all exposed by putting your names out there, and hats off to you. I at this moment in time I don't even think I would have the courage for that uh so utmost respect to all of you and I wish all of you guys well, well say, saying that you, you've had the courage to to open up a, a podcast that's not something you know how, how many people have actually done that that's that's that takes that takes guts you know so, so you know well well done uh, thank you I'm one of those people that as soon as I think it I'll do it and I'll think about yes. them a bit later. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to sometimes. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, things never, never get off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see where this space takes me. But I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying doing different things um, uh, while still having that work-life balance as well, which is lovely to have. Yes. Um, okay, Asim, you've got thirty seconds to do a quick promo to promote your candidacy. Um, off you go. So look, I I am standing for. I'm standing to ensure that the 
for pharmacy. And we get to practice version two of that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, so, so I'm standing as someone who I, who I think understands pharmacy, understands the profession, as someone who's got a vision of where mm-hmm. I think it's to go, someone who understands future emerging technology and has the experience in that, in that space, someone who's experienced different, um, different models. So, uh, you know, in, in terms of pharmacy models, uh, models outside of the UK English, English model. Um, and, and someone who, I th- you know, I, I think I've got some experience to ensure that the profession is steered in the right direction, that we don't lose we don't lose things that are that are essential to us. Things like uh, patient safety, we've yeah. got to own that. Things like <laughs> digital, uh, digital health technology, digital apps, di- wearables, we've got to own that. Uh, and so, if you you know, as someone that that's almost embedded in that space, if that, if you if you think it's essential as well, if you think. So I, I'm all for service, uh, a service-based contract. So I think we, we need embedding us in service delivery. If you think that's true to our future as well, then, then I'm, I'm the person to vote for. If you think that our future remains within su- uh, supply, if you think that it, supply will be exactly the same in the next 10 years, well, I'm not your person because I, I think it's going to be very different. And I think we need to start preparing for a very different future. Okay. Uh, and that, that's who I am. So, you know, whether it's Marmite, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on to the Pharmacy Podcast um, show today and taking the time to uh, answer some of my unusual but still pharmacy-related questions. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Brilliant! It's, it's great. You should do. You should do a, a what you know. And you should do this more regularly. This is brilliant. I love this. Yeah, I think it's really good. I'm going to yeah. be turning it into a regular thing. Um, I am very much enjoying it, and um, I get to meet lovely people like you. It's um, it's uh, it's it's been a nice it's been a nice few days definitely, and um, like I said, we need to be heard. Um, you know, we need to be heard as a profession, and this is another way of getting voices out there, um, to to have a bigger reach, essentially. Yes. Yes. Okay. But thank you so much for your for your time. Thanks and thanks for for for, for doing it. I wish you the very best. Thank you. Just to end, I just want to also wish the very best to all my fellow candidates. I think uh, I, all, of, all of you, I, I really think it's a great thing that you're standing. I think it's great that the RPS is getting exposed just from us standing. I think that's, that's absolutely essential. So well done. To that's a lovely finish to the interview. That's <laughs> lovely. Oh. <laughs> um, have, a, have a lovely, have a lovely afternoon. Great stuff. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.